Hello, and welcome to Meet the Maliks. I'm Matt. And I'm Ellie. And we are really excited to have you here with us today. Woohoo! So, hun, it's a new day. Yes. It's a new week. Yes. And what's going on? Well, I'm just excited because um, I'm s- finally starting to get used to the kids being in school. Yeah. The first week was probably one of the hardest weeks, which it shouldn't be because they're first and third grade. Yeah. So I'm used to the school. I'm used to the teachers, used to the schedule, so to speak. But I guess after having them home for a summer and just enjoying them and hanging out with them and just having fun and and I'm not and I'm not going to lie, like sleeping in, you know, yeah. there was a lot of sleeping in going on. Sleeping in is fun. Yeah. Yeah. And um, to like, get back into yeah. the swing of things and then have um, soccer season kind of start at the same time. And yeah. just yeah, it's uh, been a busy season. For yeah. Us. Just it seemed like everything was happening at once. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and it's like crazy. It's like, why start soccer when school starts? Well, right I, mean, I, I mean, I understand it, it too, but, but it just felt like overwhelming and um your coaching so you yeah. know there was just a lot going on and yeah. um then gabe wanted to decided he wanted to play last yeah, things minute were simple until gabe said i want to play yeah and then we we're like okay well we'll try to get you we're like what registered <laughs> and so he got registered i was really hoping two practices I, in i was really hoping that when i uh when i messaged the person about whether or not he could he could join. Play, like sorry too late yeah but she unfortunately said Sure. Yes, we'll get him in. <laughs> Not like, unfortunately. I'm glad for Gabe, but <laughs> it just kind of doubled everything. And Yeah, it was easy. Like, seriously, like, everything was simple for us when it was just Brayden. Yeah. I love Gabe, and I'm excited that he wants to play soccer. I, everybody out there with more than two kids is like, oh, you guys are wimps. I know, I know. I was talking to some people that have multiple kids, and I said, is this what it's like to have multiple kids doing multiple things? I said, oh, yeah. Yeah. So I think we're, I think it's just going to be how it is for a while for us. Yeah. Um, and it's good. I'm happy the boys want to do stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I just, for me personally, I just had a really rough time just kind of stressing out and um, just going, I was going to God a lot about it and yeah. just praying. And um, he was, you know, telling me, turn, I felt like he told me, turn the TV off at nine o'clock and just yeah. read a book or pray or do yeah. something more quiet mm-hmm. and get some more rest he isn't it cool how sometimes god's basically saying the same thing to the two of us i didn't know he said that to you really until just now maybe you told me no i, I didn't but recently he's been challenging me about turning off the tv at night oh really and giving him that time mm. um giving him the like the beginning and the end of my day and that's that's actually been where i i've had a, a really cool journey ever since i started obeying him finally yeah on doing that i've been you know, last week we talked about spending alone time with God. Mm-hmm. And the week before that, we talked about prayer. And it's when I started giving God more of my time that I realized he's been meeting me and talking to me and showing me things and That's awesome. encouraging me. And I've noticed that my spiritual life, my prayer life, and I even feel like our family life has gotten better Yeah. as a result. Well, good. I'm not staying up till midnight anymore watching Netflix you know, or whatever. Netflixing so. it. Yeah. Watching good things on Netflix, but yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, if Netflix <laughs> wants to give me a, a, a no. little sponsorship there, that'd be awesome. Anyways, back to my story. Yes, back to your story. So he was just telling me like to get more rest and stuff, and I was I was doing that, and it was helping. But I was just really having a rough time, and I couldn't really verbalize why I was so stressed out. I just knew I was, and I guess it was just the transition, you know, from a laid back summer schedule to the 
craziness. And yeah, um, now I'm we're a few weeks in now and I'm starting to finally feel like, okay, you know, we're adjusting and we're getting back in the groove of homework and going to bed on time and getting up early, et cetera. It's good to get back in that rhythm. Is it? I think so. I'm not sure it is. Well, you know, I think getting out of that rhythm didn't really help our boys out much when it comes to back to... I think it's nice to have a relaxed summer. I know, I know. I'm not saying it's not. I'm just saying with Brayden, for example, I think it was a little tough for him to get back into the homework schedule like Mm. and doing homework every night. He's Yeah, third grade, I think, has been... They're kicking it in big time. Yeah, they're more homework and it's kind of more of a different level, I think. I didn't have the heart to tell him it gets worse from here. Because no, just let him adjust a no, little. I'm at not going to tell him what's down the road because I don't want to discourage him. <laughs> I want him just to bear with it as it goes. What What's going on with you? What's, what's going on with me? There's um, well, I, I had a really fun weekend, Monday and Tuesday. Really, it was, I guess it's not weekend, beginning of the week, and I was able to spend some time with our district leadership in the Assemblies of God, and it was really, really cool. And while I was there, I was able to spend time with this leadership and just hearing about the future of our denomination or what their plans are, vision is for our for state of Indiana. And I love going to these things, and I just love going to soak and just be there. Yeah. I, I don't care if my voice is heard or not. I just want to know what's going on. I love just being seeing these guys with their hair down is a lot of fun. Yeah. Because there were actually a lot of them are really funny. A lot of times you don't see them except yeah. for the business side. Yeah. And when you see them with their having fun, laughing, joking around, it just it's like, okay. I I, like I think it's amazing that the leadership in our state are so easy to get to know and mm-hmm. so nice and like yeah. truly you feel like they care about you yeah. and that you can respect them and and love them and mm-hmm. they love you back and I mean, that's I think that's pretty rare. Yeah. I mean, I know there's great people in leadership all over. But um, I think our Indiana Assemblies of God leadership is really special, so yeah. I'm excited. Them, I, I never get the feeling with our with from everywhere from Pastor Don all the way down in the, our district office that they're too big for their britches type of thing. I know they're just very easy to get to know, and I think they yeah. really are genuinely care, and yes. I love that. So that's what I did earlier this week, and it was a lot of fun. And this last Wednesday, I we did a, a really fun event at church where we got a bunch of that. Color splash powder stuff. That yeah, you what is that runs. powder? Is it like actual paint or? <laughs> it's not the real stuff that they the real good stuff. The expensive stuff is like it's biodegradable. It's not bad for your body, I guess, if you're breathing in because they throw it at people that that are running, and it just it's not paint. But then there's a there's there is the temper tempera paint. I think it's what it's called. That is like basically finger paint for kids, so it's non-toxic. Mm-hmm. If you if you eat it, it's not going to hurt you. So what we did is throw color at each other. Then we did a slip and slide, and so it ended up being a hangout, hangout, relaxing night. Back to school. The night. second week of back to youth group after school started, mm-hmm. and next week we're getting back to our service stuff. Where we're getting back to um, awesome. praying and worshiping and all that, but. I wanted to do this last week, but we were supposed to have a lot of rain and storms. Yeah, you and thought so. the weather might be a little cool this week, was it? Well, it was supposed to be hotter this week when I looked at it last week, and then the temperature dropped. Yeah, how was it? It was fine. Even though it was getting into the mid-70s by the time we did the slip and slide, the kids didn't care. Yeah. They just wanted to do it. So. I wish I could have been there, but I have been really sick this yeah. week. So forgive me, um, listeners, if you can hear it in my voice. But yeah, I, I just had I'm a really bad... I think i too, so I think yeah. my voice... Felt I just had so. a really bad cold and like yeah. sore throat and everything. So. Before we get on to our topic, I just want to let you know, we are going to have a survey, and we're going to actually... 
one thing I learned at the Presbyterian retreat is I talked to another guy that does podcasts, and I learned how to do a few things to help with our podcast sound better and and um, be able to put our show notes actually on iTunes. <laughs> so we're gonna have the survey that Ellie talked about last week yeah. at the bottom of this episode. So under the f- if you show full description, full description, which you, you should click be able on to the find dot dot dot, and you can yeah. see that. You should be able to find this, a link to the survey. And we would love to hear from you guys. We'd love to know what what you want us to talk about and all those questions, where you're from. Yeah, it's just a few, it's like yeah. four questions or something. So if you and could and take will, a minute and, and fill we that would out, love any awesome. feedback we could get, I'll be yeah. honest with you. Even if you don't have anything to say, if you could just put in your age and your yeah. gender, and uh, I think it asks like your profession, mm-hmm. if you're a student or a teenager, just put teenager yeah. or whatever. That would be amazing. And, and listen, if you can think of it, just send us a note. Let us know what you thought of the episodes. And if you hated it, if you loved it, whatever. You know, we, we love to hear from you. That'd so, be awesome. Um, so tonight, today we're going to be talking. I was uh, I was doing some devotions. And I was reading through the book of Genesis. And I hit Genesis 40. And it's a story, if you're not familiar, please, you can turn there. Genesis 40, if you want. Um, it's a story of Joseph and the cupbearer and the baker. In this story, uh, Joseph is in prison. He, he's... He's had a rough go at it up to this point. He was thrown into a pit by his brothers. He was sold into slavery. He was he ended up rising in the in in Potiphar's house and being in charge of everything in the household. And then his wife decided that she wanted to um, have relations with him, and he refused. She accused him of trying to rape her, and he got thrown in jail. And he's just had a rough go at it, and he's in jail now. And it says that. It shows that he was the lead prisoner in jail. Like the jailer trusted him with all the affairs of the prison. So he had gained some influence. He gained influence. Everywhere he's gone, he's gained influence. Right. And it looks like he's he's about to he's on the rise, and then he just gets knocked back down. It really stinks. Yeah. And I would I would hate to have that happen. Very to me. discouraging. I imagine. Very discouraging. And so in come the cupbearer and the baker for Pharaoh, and they have a dream. And Joseph he hears about this dream, and and he, uh, they were upset, and he said, well, tell me your dreams, and I'll interpret them. Well, the uh, cupbearer, he shares his dream with him, and and it goes on to say in verse 10 of chapter 40, and on the vine were three branches. As soon as it budded, it blossomed, and its clusters ripened into grapes. Pharaoh's cup was in my hand, and I took the grapes, squeezed them into Pharaoh's cup, and put the cup in his hand. This is what it means, Joseph said. The three branches are three days. Within three days, Pharaoh will lift up your head and restore you to your position, and you will put Pharaoh's cup in his hand just as you used to do when you were a cupbearer. Um, and then he goes on to say, and this is what really stuck out to me when I was li- reading this again. It says, But when all goes well with you, remember me and show me kindness. Mention me to Pharaoh and get me out of this prison. And then it goes on to talk about the chief baker. He's like, Oh, cool. That's a, I like that interpretation of your dream. Here's what my dream was. And he tells him his dream, and Joseph's like, well, I've got bad news for you. In three days, you're going to die. Wow, that's rough news. So, <laughs> obviously, Joseph didn't ask the baker, remember me to Pharaoh. Right. Um, because it wasn't good news. But in three days, those th- those two things happened. And, you know, you would think that the cupbearer would be like, hey, there's this guy in jail that told me this was going to happen. Right. But he forgot. He forgot. He forgot Joseph. And it took two years until Pharaoh had a dream. And the cupbearer's like, oh, yeah, I remember this guy in prison that when I had a dream, 
he interpreted it for both me and, and the and the chief baker, and it came true. Why don't you call him out? And the Pharaoh did, and Joseph interpreted the dream, and he ended up being put into a really high position in Egypt, actually so high that the only person that was higher than him was Pharaoh himself. Wow. And um, as I was reading this, uh, the verse 14 really stuck out to me about remember me for, to Pharaoh so you can get me out of this prison. And I felt like the Holy Spirit was showing me that like Joseph, who wanted the cupbearer to remember him, a lot of times we want things like we want to be remembered in our situation and be taken out of our situation sometimes before God is ready for us to be out of our situation. I'm sure Joseph was ready to get out of prison. Oh, he I'm sure he was. You know, immediately, but he had to wait he had two, to wait more, two years. more years. Imagine what was going through his mind in those two years. Imagine what was going through. I mean, what would be going through yeah. your mind? What He's probably thinking, how can I not? Yeah. How can I still be here when my dream interpretation came true? Yeah. You know, wouldn't anyone notice me or yeah. what's yeah. going on? And, and, you know, if he would have gotten, if he would have, if the cupbearer would have remembered him, would Joseph have gotten the position he ended up getting? I mean, it, it must have been God's timing that the cupbearer remembered two years later. Yeah. Exactly. Because I don't think Joseph would have been put number two in the whole kingdom at all. He may have gotten out and gotten living the good life and got a wife and never even heard about this dream that Pharaoh had or something. And 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 he would never have gotten placed second highest in all of Egypt, eventually saving all of Israel. You know, God used Joseph to bring all of Israel out of famine from Canaan put them in a, a fertile land in Egypt. Yeah, they ended up going under slavery. And we know if you've seen the movie about Moses, uh, the prince of Egypt, you know, they, they were they were uh, enslaved. But Joseph, but they had to leave Canaan, which was under a huge famine to come to Egypt so that they, we could that way they could flourish. Mm-hmm. So they could grow so their nation could incubate. And so, so it was God's timing that that that. Uh, Baker? The baker. The no, ba- the, the cupbearer. The, the cupbearer didn't remember yeah. until two years later. Yeah. It's just amazing to me. And so I was thinking about this, and I was thinking about our podcast, and I was thinking there might be some people out there that are listening, some of our listeners, that maybe you feel like maybe in a way, I don't think you're in prison like Joseph was. Maybe you are. Um, but, you know, you feel like you're waiting on whatever God has called you to do, the next step, but it's not happening yet. Mm-hmm. And we need to understand that God's got his perfect timing. Mm-hmm. He's got his perfect timing for everything. Right. And we need to wait on him for the answer of our prayers. Yeah. As I was thinking about this, I thought about a story that happened to me uh, about 12 years ago. Mm-hmm. I remember we were just done with college. We were still in Waxahachie, Texas. Yeah. And we were having a really hard time finding a job out, yeah. of, out, of, out, of, out of college. I, uh, how many interviews did we go on? Do you remember? It was it was about six. Um, and I, anybody looking outside in knows that that's about you know what you yeah. have to do. But at the time, being young, we thought it. We w- thought we'd get something right out. Yeah, but it was, I would say, um, at least three to six months of looking. Yeah, and it was it was rough. I remember um, one time I was praying. I was out praying in our neighborhood. I was walking, praying over the future, praying over all this stuff. Because our future was uncertain. I really didn't want to be working at Applebee's the rest of my life. I didn't go to college to work in a restaurant, you know. And 
and I was out praying, and I felt like the Holy Spirit showed me that the youth pastor at the church that we're currently at was leaving and that I needed to apply for the job. So I was like, there's no way, because this guy had been here for years. I never saw him leaving. So God told you that the person who was the youth pastor at Eagles View Church was mm-hmm. leaving. Yeah. And that you should apply for the job. Yeah. And you had no idea that he was leaving. No. And then I went online. This is before Facebook. This is before all that stuff. I went online on some ministry website that had po- job postings. And I just happened to type in Eagles View. And lo and behold. There it is. There it is. So I immediately call Pastor Mike, my, my current boss. And I, and he, he tells me, oh, we're about to hire somebody. So they had already interviewed and yeah. pretty much uh, given the job to someone else. Yeah. And, and I you're was thinking, like, what in the but world? But God told me. Yeah, you're like, what's going on? <laughs> but I know I'm supposed to be you there. You didn't say that to him, though. No, I didn't say that. And he said that they felt like I was called to evangelism, and that's why they never thought of me. I was like, okay, that's fine. I was a little bit upset. I was confused. I thought I, I could swear I heard from God, and yeah, the fact like, that the job was open, on? the fact that the job was open, it was like a confirmation. Yeah, because the youth pastor there had been there for ages, and there's no hint that he was leaving. Right. Because we had been up there not too long before, I don't think, because your mom lived lived here, and so mm-hmm. we came to visit once, and I think you came up for the fall festival or something. I and don't remember. Anyway, but he was. It looked like he was still going to be here. Anyway. So not too long after that, we get our first job in Oklahoma and two years later, which is kind of funny because two years later in Joseph's yeah. life, two years later, I get a call from Pastor Mike and we take, accept the job here in Eagles View and been, been here, here for 10 since. years. Yeah. So it's just really cool that, you know, I had to go through that season and, and we were talking today about this show and what we we're going to say. And I felt like we're like, well, you know. Were we supposed to be in Oklahoma? I I think we were. I learned some things there. Yeah. We had a really great experience with the pastors there. We learned some things there that helped us be prepared for the next job. Uh, Because honestly, I wasn't a Mm self-starter until I got in And I had my first job in um, outpatient mental health for the state of Oklahoma, which was a really great experience. I had amazing coworkers there yeah so so it really prepared us for the next job up here in indiana well that reminds me of moses and how he felt like a calling to help his people when he was young and um instead of waiting on god to see like what the next step was he got upset and took things in his own hands Took things in his own hands and ended up killing someone and he uh, fled due to that and ended up in the wilderness where he got married and started a family um and eventually god told him to come back and that was the right timing i think for him yeah and you know i think that's really cool because it shows that god god has done that time and again take someone and prepare them and yeah And, and just make sure that they wait for his timing i mean think about abraham go even back before joseph you know god told abraham that he was gonna have be the father of many nations they had no son at 90 something years old Mm mm-hmm and they had to wait until it had to be it had to be God that moved. There's no way Sarah was having a baby at yeah. 90 something years old. Yeah. But what if you just feel like I'm waiting and nothing's happening? Yeah. Well, I think that's when you need to um we just need to trust God. We I just think that God works on you in yeah. the waiting. 
I and think is working things out yeah. while you're waiting. And there's things in my life, and it's nothing major, but there's some things in my life that I'm still waiting on God to do. And I feel like with me, I'm asking God, this is my question to God. What do you want me to learn right now? What is it that you want me to change about myself or learn about myself? How do you want me to develop right yeah. now in the season of waiting? Yeah. Before you're ready to do what you're going to do next. Yeah. Answer whatever prayer I'm yeah. praying. Mm-hmm. Because we need to we need to always be growing, always be moving forward. Joseph, if he would have, I, I don't know what he did in those two years in prison. I'm assuming he didn't sulk the whole time. Yeah. Because he had it came out with a plan. Yeah. On how to save the nation of Egypt. Right. And he even and and he came out and he did it. He executed it. So I'm wondering if he was just he was still doing his job in prison. He was still being faithful. We don't know. This is all extra biblical, but it just makes me wonder based on how he reacted when he came, got out of prison and mm-hmm. got that high position. Yeah. So he did seem like he was ready he for was the next ready. step. And so I want to challenge you guys today listening. What is the thing that God is making you wait on? I feel like, God, you know what, we may all, I think we're all waiting on something. Yeah. I think there's always going to be something that God's working on our heart. Maybe there isn't. Maybe you are living a perfect life, doing exactly what you need to be doing right now. But I feel like God's always wanting us to grow, always mm-hmm. wanting us to develop. Yeah. Joseph had to wait to see his dad, even after he was second in charge mm-hmm. of Egypt. So there's still things he was looking to do, wanting to do, wanting to have happen, but he had to wait for God's timing. Yeah. And so uh, whatever's going on in your life, whatever you're waiting on, I want to challenge you today just to let God um, do what he wants to do through your life. Mm-hmm. And go to him and, and spend time, yeah. you know, meditating and, and praying. Yeah. And, and allow him to kill the things in your life that need to die. Mm-hmm. You know, God's been taking me through a process where I'm dying to myself every day, where I'm, I'm finding things that need to be submitted to God. And I think that's something we're always, we always need to be doing. Yeah. So we can be closer and be more like him, be closer to him and be more like him. So that's good, babe. All right. Well, we are going to have that survey put on our show notes. Yes. We are going to, um, you know, put the verses down, the chapter down. If you want to read about Joseph, it's, it's Genesis chapter 40. Great. Genesis chapter 40. And listen, please get a hold of us. Let, let us know what you, what you think about our podcast. Um, follow us. You know, I, we're, we're wanting to do things that'll help you be more interactive with us. If you're friends with us on Facebook, send us a message. That'd be great. Um, you can get all of our past episodes on eaglesviewchurch.com or on iTunes. Yes. And meet the Maliks. Meet the Maliks. And when you go to eaglesviewchurch.com slash meet the Maliks. So if there's anything we can do for you, anything you can, that you want us to pray with you about, send us a message. We will pray with you. We will We'll go to God for you as well. Any questions you want us to talk about on air? Yes. Whatever you need, we're here for you. All right. So, all right. Well, let's pray. And then I'm going, we're just going to, we hope that you have a great week. Dearly Father, I thank you for this podcast. I thank you for this time that we are able to spend with our amazing listeners, Lord. I pray that your blessing will be on their life. I pray there, God, that you'll show them how waiting on you is the best action. Lord, that that trying to push our future, push push our agenda ahead is not always the best thing, but waiting on you is. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Bye, guys. Bye.